In this week's episode, we talk about embracing and celebrating diversity in our early year setting. Casey Consultancy, which is an international hub for supporting early years teaching, training and support. And with all the work I do, I'm all about empowering early educators to be the very best version of themselves by creating a perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside valuing your well-being and self-care. So hi, hope you're all doing okay. There's a lot happening in the world right now and I know that we are going through some really, really tough times. Now, many people um, have decided actually not to produce a podcast episode this week. They've decided not to go online, maybe um, on social media this week. But I have taken the decision that we need to give a voice to what's happening in America at the moment. And I decided that we need to give this moment a voice. And so I'm going ahead and I'm talking about some really important issues in today's podcast. And I hope that you find them useful. And if you have anything to share or any ideas, I'd love for you to get in touch as well. And you can send me a direct message or an email. And yeah, let's open up a conversation about this. So in the UK, like many other parts of the world, we have celebrated Black History Month for years. But I wonder, is this really enough? Like all of these other months or one-off days and events, I just don't feel it's right for it to be a one-off. It should take such high importance every single day. It should be threaded into our lives of what we're doing. So as educators, we need to be aware of the way that deeply rooted stereotypical um, views are really in our curriculum. They're in the way that we present our learning spaces and maybe even consider the way that we have these in our topic-based approach to learning as well. And maybe we need to add in or change and bring in that flexibility in the way that we teach. Maybe it's going off into a child-initiated way. Um, but I feel like we need to use the way that we teach to embrace and celebrate diversity, even from such a young age. There will be people listening to this podcast who are working in preschool, that are working with two-year-olds, that are working in reception classes. And our children are not too young for this to start. We need to be opening up these discussions now and giving children the opportunities to explore their history, other cultures' history, to see the world in such a diverse way and celebrate this. So let's firstly begin by looking at some of the messages that we're creating in the areas of our provision. So let's just start by taking our home corner. So are we really trying to create a representation of home life here? So this might involve having a variety of clothing for children to get dressed up in. Sundresses, hats, saris, shorts, t-shirts, different scarves, lots of open-ended clothing as well. Um, I love scarves. I think they're a brilliant addition to all of your role play because they can be anything. Um, and it's great for the imagination as well. So 
also consider the attitudes as well that you and your team might have about the outfits or the way children choose to dress up. A colleague of mine told me recently that she picked up her young son, who's three, from nursery to be told, wow, you wouldn't believe what your son had dressed up in today. He had a dress on. And then this member of staff laughed. And it's these type of views that we need to be so careful about. We need to be showing that it's okay. Boys, girls can dress up in whatever they like. And we don't want to be creating a stereotypical image within our practice. So we also need to be having photographs of families, maybe dotted around in frames around our home corner. Photographs that really challenge that stereotypical view of what we might call that average family. So do your photographs show families with the same sex parents? Do you have pictures showing both men and women doing cleaning and cooking jobs in the home? You might have a variety of magazines and leaflets as well. And then have a look at the types of resources you've got in your home corner. For example, when it comes to cooking, have you got things like woks and saucepans and rice bowls and chopsticks? So when we're introducing the equipment to the children, we can model how it can be used and we can talk about it. We can have discussions about types of food that we love having at home, or maybe the kinds of places we might go out to for a meal. Um, and this is a really, really good way that we can talk about the types of food that we love all around the world as well. And having recipe books in our home corner and menus available, um, showing lots of different recipes um, that, that's eaten and celebrated. Um, think about your food packaging as well. It might include having packaging in different languages. Maybe it's a tin of coconut milk that's in a different language than English. Um, it might involve as well, you doing some real cooking in your setting and showing children how we can use these ingredients, giving them those first-hand experiences of using chopsticks as well. And um, then being able to really use them properly when we've got them in our home corner. Now, when it comes to other types of resources as well, we can do a little bit of a book audit. So often when I visit settings, I feel like many settings and many early years practitioners pop out books like Hand of Surprise and think that they're being, um, or they're showing that cultural diversity, but there are so many more wonderful books that we can have that, that celebrate this, um, the fact that we are all unique and, I thought that I would share a few here with you. So some of the books that I love is Let's Stop on Market Street. Little Leaders, Bold Women in Black History is a great book. Um, brilliant for delving into lots of history as well. Um, it's Okay to be Different. Uh, Julian is a Mermaid. Leela and the Secret of Rain. The Name Jar. All Are Welcome. Layla's Headscarf. And I think Books are just such a good way for young children to be able to open up and have discussions about identity. And we can use these as a really age appropriate way to start those wonderful discussions. Songs and music as well. When you are singing, 
um, maybe it's your nursery rhymes. Are you representing rhyme and music from all around the world? Can you build it into the rhythm of your day? Can you use things like a Himalayan singing bowl when it's maybe time for us to all come together as a group and have some quiet meditation time? Um, could you use maybe different types of music when you do your tidying up, for example? Could you add music to go alongside your storytelling that you're doing and make sure it's representing different areas of the world and different cultures? Thinking as well about some of the way that you're, ways that you're resourcing your provision. So your small world area, have you got small world people of different ethnic groups? Does the doll's house that you're using just have a style of home from one part of the world? Are there ways that you can set this up that celebrates the different parts of the world, the different way we live our lives? So use this time to audit what you've got in your setting, audit the everyday practice that you're doing. And I've just shared a few ideas. I know that you all have so many that we can share together. So do drop me a direct message if you have anything you'd like to add to this. I'd love to share it. Okay, well, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast episode. And if you found it useful, I'd love it if you could share it with a colleague or if you could leave me a really honest review over on Apple Podcasts.